looks in his direction, pocket collapses, rolls right. He's going to run for it. Flanagan fires, crunch first. Washington had recovered initially, and who's got it? Touchback, Washington, the recovery in the end zone. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam and Eddie with the Five Wide Podcast. Today is Monday, November 23rd, and this is episode five. Um, we missed last week. We had a lot going on, like I said. For those of you, this is your first time listening to the podcast. Um, Adam and I, we do work at the same place, um, so we talk about our favorite team. was a watching football team all the time, so we decided to do a show. But last couple of weeks, we've been super busy with work yeah. and schedules and things like that so we were unable to to do a show so we do apologize um but we'll just get into a quick recap of uh week 10 which was last week's game the episode we missed uh it was washington football team versus the detroit lions we traveled to detroit for that game um it was pretty crazy we got down early 23 to 3 i believe yeah it was bad yeah um Super slow start on both sides of the balls. Same thing we kind of hit home about <laughs> week in and week out, it seems like. Um, but um, the team did not quit. No, they rallied, which yeah. was uh, which is really surprising, I think. Um, at least for me, having been a fan of this team for a long time, that's, uh, that's yeah. like not what I've grown accustomed to, right? Like yeah. typically you get... I don't know. You get over a two touchdown lead, and it just feels like, all right, this is this is probably it. They just kind of right. roll over, right? Yeah, yeah. We would definitely see that in regimes in the past. <laughs> uh, like Adam said, they were pretty much just phone it in, uh, but we didn't see that. We didn't see that at all. Um, I thought it was thought it was good um, as far as like the stat line. It's pretty interesting. Alex Smith went thirty eight of. Uh, of 55 for 390 yards no touchdowns no interceptions um, but what was interesting about it was career highs in uh, pass attempts and completions and total yards yeah. so um, he threw the ball a crazy amount in that I game. mean he did I mean 55 attempts like <laughs> right I mean that's something you would see out of a Rodgers or yeah a Breeze maybe or somebody Holmes, like. yeah somebody like that where they pretty much major in the pass game Alex Smith obviously you know people say it all the time he's a game manager um i don't think there's anything wrong with that um again he's typically not going to go out there and lose the game for you um now we saw that a couple weeks ago where he had three (laughs) picks it was against the giants i mean it's like his second game back right well right yeah yeah, of course and i mean we didn't nail him for it you know um but uh i thought i thought overall once they got going, it was pretty good. Again, when you get down so far, you're forced to really pass and abandon whatever your game plan really was. Um, but, I mean, the score ended up being 30-27. to 27. Um, Washington football team lost at the last second. The Lions got into field goal position, um, and Prater kicked it, nailed it. Yep. It was it was a done deal. 
Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we tied it up with what just about a minute and a half or something yeah. like that to go, yeah. and so people, it, it might even been less time than that, and so you know, people were excited, like, "Oh man, here we go, we're going to overtime." Um, actually, had my brother-in-law text me, he was like, "Man, you guys did it, you guys are going to overtime." <laughs> I was like, "No, nah, yeah, man. not us." <laughs> like, I've been a fan twice. of this team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been a fan of this team for too long to just be able to breathe easy. I was uh, texting with my friend Mario the same thing. And he was like, man, you got to just enjoy the moment that, like, you guys are actually in the game, you know what I mean, and in a position, like, to go to overtime. Um, you know, so you just never know. But I'm like, again, the way my blood pressure yeah. is set up from this team. Uh, but, no, so, you know, it didn't it didn't go in our favor. The, the Lions' final drive, uh, there was a key penalty by Chase Young. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, roughing the passer. It was, just, it was just a rookie mistake, right? Like, he – I mean – Chase Young's got a whole lot of motor, right? He was trying to yeah, make a does. play. Uh, he's trying. He's trying. He's trying to be a big time player and make right. a big time play, right? And um, it just got away from him. I, yeah. I don't, I don't ding him too much for it, right? Like I think, yeah, I, mean, I think he'll. Uh, I think that'll go away in time. He'll. That was his first time in that moment, right? right. As a professional, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then let's not forget this team is not making a Super Bowl run. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're clearly we are clearly in a rebuilding phase. Um we're, we're fighting to go five hundred, man. Like well, that's right, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean like and, and and we'll get into it um towards the end of the show, but we're right there fighting for first place in the division against Dallas and we both are at three and seven. Yeah. So I mean it just shows you obviously where the NFC East is um, but then again, also where this team is, right? So I try to look at incremental changes, mm-hmm. and we highlighted that a couple weeks ago where it, you, you see it in the coaching staff um, and getting the team prepared. Now, that's counterintuitive to what, like, to the point we made before as far as starting faster. I think that's on the coaches as well. But clearly they're not out there playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure their game plan says nothing about starting slow. Um, so I'm sure they stress those things, but again, just to see how the coaching staff functions, I think that's one change. You see how the players don't quit. That's another change. You're starting to see how the offense is moving along. There's another change. So I think there's wins within each game. Again, I'm not a moral victory guy. Um, at the end of the day, you just straight up look at the win loss column. But I think there are some decent takeaways from each and every one of these games. Um, but yeah, so they just... Like I said, it was an untimely penalty at the end, much like an untimely interception uh, against the Giants from Alex Smith. That kind of just, like, sealed the deal. But, um, yeah, I mean, they just have to get better. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, and I think they will, right? So, clearly, that was a teachable moment for Chase Young. They go back, they watch the film, they see what happens, and you like to correct those things, clean those types of things up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall um, – I, I, I don't want to forget either. Terry McLaurin had seven receptions for 95 yards, um, and he also did have one carry for 27 yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he still finds a way to be productive, which is crazy if you think if he was in a uh, more high-powered offense, how lethal would he be? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why, like, I'm hoping those type of changes are on the horizon next year. You know, you have to draft the free agency and then the year after. You know what I mean? So um, there are some positives, but that's pretty much all I got for the the Lions game, if you had Yeah, anything. no, I mean, uh, it was an L, but um, we showed heart, and I think that's that's important. I think that's something that this 
coaching staff under Rivera has really been trying to instill is just like that new culture and this this spoke to that. So I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah, for sure. Um, I think sooner or later, man, those those types of games are going to translate into wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you keep knocking on the door. So um, We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, on to Cincinnati. <laughs> Week 11. Um, Cincinnati came here. It was another home game for us. Um, so the final score of that was 20 to 9. So this is the first time our team has beat the Bengals since 91, which sounds weird. Um, because I think the last time we played them, was a few years ago in the London game, and we tied that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I want to say it was like three years ago, okay. something like that, and we tied. I remember it irritated the hell out of me. Um, I think the uh, the first Redskins game I ever went to at FedEx was actually against the Bengals. I think John Kitna really? was, their, yeah. uh, was their quarterback. I want to say it was like Sean Taylor's rookie season. Oh, wow. So if I remember right, it was like we walked in and then I just heard, and we walked in like a little bit late and I just heard the crowd go crazy and it was like Sean Taylor just popped someone and got a fumble or something like that. It was, yeah. it was crazy. That's funny. Yeah, I went to one of the games I went to, one of the first couple games I went to, um, the Bengals were actually one of them. I just remember that night because it was cold. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was so cold. I had like uh, sweatpants and jeans on <laughs> and whatever. And I mean, clearly we lost, right? But um, no, it was fun. Um, yeah, I want to say Ocho Cinco was still there, but yeah, I don't know. But either way, we got the win. That's what's important. Um, so now, yeah, we are sitting at three and seven. Um, some of well, hold on, let me get into so Alex Smith. He was seventeen of twenty five for one sixty six. He threw for a touchdown. That was a nice one to Steve Sims Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did throw an interception. Adam and I were sitting there talking like I didn't even remember the interception, <laughs> to be honest with you. I know it um, happened, but I don't yeah, remember yeah. anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it clearly had zero impact, zero momentum change, anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those are going to happen. I want to say it was tipped and, and yeah. picked off now that I'm thinking about think it. That, yeah, that's probably why we were just like, Eh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it's not just, on him. It's just one of those things. Um, it's okay. Antonio Gibson, um, and Adam will get into this here in a minute. He was he had 16 carries for 94 yards and a touchdown. That was his eighth touchdown of the year. Uh, so you like to see that. He's actually doing well statistically amongst other running backs too, yeah. um, which is good. Um, I would say, oh, Terry McLaurin, one thing I, I forgot to put on the sheet here. He had that catch over the middle. Mm-hmm. I think it would ended up being like a 43-yard catch, yeah. catch yeah. and run. Um, Big play. Yeah, he he's just so good, man. Yeah. He's just so good. And I feel like we don't deserve him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like could you, could you imagine him in, in, in like Pittsburgh? Oh, my gosh. Jesus. He'd be having so much fun. Over there, right. right? Like that. I mean, yeah. that we don't have to talk about it, but I mean, that Pittsburgh team just looks like they're having a blast, anyways, right? Like, right. and they have like they have such a good receiving room right now, where they're all just like stoked for each other to get right. Plays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's ah, uh, it's. But I'm glad we have them. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we have them. Um, yeah, the offense it showed some life. It showed some life this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah big time. Speaking of that. Uh, you, oh yeah. Uh, so actually, the first thing I want to get into really quickly is just um going into the game. Rivera had an interesting quote where he said uh, he's, he was talking about Joe Burrow and he said, uh, had the Bengals picked up Chase Young, we would have drafted Burrow. And uh, I think that's obvious, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, 
that's that's the obvious pick. That's the right pick. But I don't always trust our front office to to make no. the right pick. Right. And um, <laughs> I think that that says something to how at least this coaching staff and and this front office really felt about Haskins. You know, they were all in on quote unquote all in on Haskins, right? Like going into the yeah. season. I think that was more of the corporate answer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But they were still very much like right, you don't pass up on a Joe Burrows, right? Yeah, so yeah, of course. I feel like even before it became apparent to everyone else outside of the team that everyone in the team kind of knew that there were definitely still questions at quarterback. I just thought yeah. that was interesting. And, um, and I mean, Joe Burrow has been playing really, really well this season, right? Oh, like, of course. Considering that he has like no offensive line. Right. That's what I was about to he's say. Just been he's been getting he's, slammed. Yeah, he has. And I remember watching them a couple weeks ago and I don't know who was on the broadcast, but they were pretty much just saying he, he has to limit his hits and not that he's reckless right um but he's got to limit his hits especially with that offensive line being as porous as it is because he's going to mess around and get injured a la yesterday FedEx field like steals another ACL right right yeah and I mean that's a crazy thing so like I immediately like was looking on Twitter right and people were like you know, FedEx Field is cursed. Yeah. They claim so many ACLs. And, I mean, Adrian Peterson, right, yeah. years ago, he'd, he'd never been injured. Yeah. Boom, towards ACL. Um, I believe that was in December. It was, like, towards the end of the season. Um, you know, this one, Arch, this one wasn't on the field, right? Like, this one was more on – it was just – it was unfortunate, right? It was, it, was, it was a freak thing. I think Montez Sweat hit him. Yeah, he got hit up high, and then, and then Jonathan, Jonathan Allen, Allen got blocked into him, yeah. hit him yeah, low. it was just – you hate to see it, right? Yeah, like, and I mean, no his legs. Fault. It was just yeah, bad. his legs had to go somewhere. It just didn't go the direction yeah. it should have gone. And I mean, it was it was super unfortunate. Um, the news came out today that it was ACL, MCL, MCL. and some more structural damage. Um, right, so, you know that's like that's the trifecta. Really unfortunate, but mm-hmm. you know, medical the medical field has like progressed quite a bit. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. he can definitely come back from this. He's a quarterback and he's not like a particularly athletic quarterback either. So mm-hmm. I, I do think this isn't the last that we've seen of Joe Burrow. Oh, for um, sure. But yeah, that, that hit hurt. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I hate to say, so it's like I was watching the play, but I didn't quite see how bad it was. And I don't know if it was just the angle or I may have looked down or something, you know, my attention went elsewhere real quick. Um, but I guess it was that bad that they just were like, we're not going to reshow this. Yeah. And so I was like, wow, that was horrible. Well, I heard a, or I read a Chase Young quote about it, and he was like, he was on the ground already at this point, right? Like, mm-hmm. Young was on the ground, I think, already tackled, and then he just heard the scream. And then, oh, so right. It, I think anytime a player, like, talks about that, like, a scream like that, like, it's yeah. just that kind of visceral, you know it's got to be bad, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said yeah. He, heard, he heard the scream, and he immediately turned over there, and he knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was... Super unfortunate. Get well soon, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely wish him a speedy recovery. I mean, I said the same thing when Dak Prescott got hurt, um, you know, earlier this season. I I don't like the Cowboys um, for obvious reasons, right? Um, But you just hate to see that type of stuff. So, again, we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, Getting into the offense, right? Um, I thought they looked better even than last week. Um, it seemed they were able to move the ball at ease. Obviously, that first drive stalled. I believe the first play, though, was a pass to Gibson. He ran up the right side, um, and he got a pretty pr- pretty good chunk. Um, again, drive stalled, nothing. Their second um, 
drive. They were able they just marched right down the field yeah. and then scored. So again, you'd like to see that coming out of the gate. Again, here we are. We haven't scored any points on opening drive. Yeah. We're the only team in the league that hasn't done so. Um so that's a streak I or a record like I don't yeah, want. Yeah, I'd really like to so, break that, right? <laughs> so hopefully hopefully here on Thanksgiving uh they can turn that around yeah. and, and and change some things. But again, second drive they were able to get down the field and then they punched it in. You like to see that. Um that was the other thing I was going to say is like we I I would like to see them punch that ball into the end zone a little bit more. The red zone seems to be an issue. I didn't pull up the, in any of the red zone stats, but just watching the game um week in and week out, it seems like when they get down there, obviously that field gets small in a hurry, right? And you're not able to run it, it, a lot of those type of plays, but I do think they have the personnel especially with Gibson getting better i would say at this point he's comfortable yeah. being a running back um mckissick is a great option i think you have um a viable weapon in logan thomas right. being a big body so there's some quick out routes i think they can run quick slants in if you can clear that middle out fast enough so there there are some things that they can do when they get down into the red zone and i think they'll figure that type of stuff out but um I'm not going to bash them. Clearly, we got the W. Um, like I said, I I didn't see anything that really pissed me off, right. per se, as far as the offense, um, which is a stark contrast to earlier yeah. in the year. You know what it I mean? It felt like we were always just kind of bashing the offense, right? We were right. just like, this looks bad, and I hate it, right? This is just yeah. boring. But, no, they, they've been they've been opening things up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, right before the podcast, Eddie was just kind of like, dude, I think uh, – I think Scott Turner might deserve his job after all. <laughs> well, right, yeah. And so I was I was sitting there thinking yesterday, watching the game, I said, you know, is it is it really his offense? Because, I mean, a lot of fans, right, if we're just being honest, we're, there's question marks yeah. as far as the scheme. Um, we knew personnel-wise, okay, we don't have the greatest personnel, but what can you do with what you have? And it just was a stale offense under Haskins. Um, Kyle Allen, you saw it open up a little bit more. You saw what it could be. Then uh, his his unfortunate injury, Alex Smith came in. You saw it now. This is what, third start? Yeah, because yeah, he started against the Giants, right. started against the Lions, and then he started yesterday. He seems extremely comfortable. Yeah, he's like hitting his groove now. Yeah, and like, I don't know, like – I'm liking it. Um, <laughs> clearly, there's, there's. I mean, us as fans, like, we're going to sit there and we're going to say, oh, why'd you run that play? You should have ran yeah. this play. Whatever. I mean, but we're just, I mean, I'm, I said all the time, I'm just a fat dude on the couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, I don't know. It, it passed the eye test for me. No, I, yeah, was, it was, I was impressed. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Uh, I think the, so I think our next point is we just want to talk a little bit more about Antonio Gibson and the offense, yeah, right? So, this yep. is. This has been like Eddie's passion project this season. He's like, I just want Gibson to be better. And I think I think we right. we finally saw a little bit of that this week. Um, I know Eddie's always talked about like the patience that Gibson kind of needs to develop. Mm-hmm. And um, and he did that, right? Like I think this week he was really good about letting his blocks develop in front of him. Oh yeah. And letting like those those lanes develop in front of him and then hitting them mm-hmm. a little bit later on, right? I think right. like it's I think a young running back tendency or someone that's new to the position, they just see a hole and they want to hit it, right? Because they have no idea how long it's going right. to be there. And and it makes sense, but you see it in in the more like experienced, wily veterans, they wait. They understand mm-hmm. 
when to pick their moment. And we saw a little bit of that today or in this past game, which was which is pretty encouraging. Um, snap counts wise, I think Gibson and McKissick pretty much had the same percentage of snaps. Yeah, I was I was looking at that and they were they were pretty even. Whereas like, what a couple weeks ago you saw the disparity. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was massive. I mean, yeah, McKissick was in there more, and Adam and I pondered: is it because of Gibson needs to develop more in pass pro? Um, you know, something like that. But yeah, no, it seemed extremely balanced between the two. Barber came in, Peyton Barber. Um, the few runs that he had, I mean, he shot through those holes yeah. like a cannonball. Yeah. I mean, it was cool because, I mean, he's built more like a wrecking ball, yeah. right? Um, and then McKissick is less of that, and then Gibson is just more. Um, he's like somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I would say somewhere in the middle. He's physical as hell, though. Yeah. He and, runs hard. Yeah, and I like to see that. Both him and McKissick can get physical, um, but they're also they have a finesse to their run. Mm-hmm. And, and I really like to see that. And that may be attributed to the fact that they were both wide receivers. I think so. Um, yeah. But they're very nimble. They can tiptoe that sideline. McKissick had one where he tiptoed that sideline yeah, and was yeah. able to grab a few extra yards, and that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, overall, like I said, I I think we knew going into the season with Scott Turner, if you knew anything about him being in Carolina with Christian McCaffrey, they were going to dump the ball off and get the ball to the backs in space. Right. Um, so I still like it at first. I, I, I didn't really like it. I'm more of a down the field, like stretch, <laughs> stretch it out, like let's get a big play, get everybody into it. Um, but there's clearly nuances to this offense. And they go about it methodically. I did like how over the last couple, pretty much really since we've seen Alex Smith, minus the Rams game, right, um, he's gone down the field. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking 50, 60-yard bombs, but he's got the ball down the field, and that's not something I've ever really remembered seeing out of Alex Smith, mm-hmm. even back in San Francisco. Um, so that was pretty cool. So I don't know if it's a thing of he feels like he's playing with house money, meaning <laughs> he damn near lost his life, right? Yeah, and he's out there. Just 17 surgeries, infections, Jeez. the whole nine, fight to get back, all that stuff. So I don't know. I mean, he's clearly not throwing caution to the wind, right? Uh, but it seems like he's just like, Screw it. Yeah, he's down to sling it a little bit more for sure. Yeah, because he always has that um, uh, dump off available, Mm -hmm. but he he sees it, boom, and goes downfield. And I mean, I like it. I I do too. Um, One oh one one last thing I want to talk about with Gibson. I think it was actually the touchdown play from um, from Smith to Sims where Gibson made a really good block. Um, Mm -hmm. It looked like the right tackle had kind of missed an assignment or made a mistake, like he kind of moved upfield. And mm-hmm. uh, there was an open runner heading at um, heading at Smith, and Gibson actually like tabletopped him. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to see, right? So I think this is, and this is big because it, the more the coaching staff can trust Gibson um, in pass protection, the more he's going to be on the field. And I think it's to me, I think it's pretty apparent that he's our most like effective weapon out of mm-hmm. out of our running backs. Like, I think McKissick is good. Don't get me wrong, but I think yeah, Gibson absolutely. is like the one who's really dangerous. So the more that he's on the field, the more that he can be that dump-off option for mm-hmm. Smith, um, the, I think that's just going to be better for us. So a lot of improvements all around in um, in Gibson's game this week. Yeah, so one last thing I'll say about Gibson too is if he's, quote-unquote, your feature back, right, you also want to avoid predictability. Right. So if he sucks in pass protection, or I, I shouldn't say sucks, right? If he isn't at that level in pass protection that you want and he's somewhat of a liability, um, 
it makes it easy to predict when he's on the field what type of things they're going to run. So if he can get that blocking better, which, like you just said, I mean, he's showing improvement there. So once he becomes that just dynamic all-around player, I mean, he can get you in the pass game. He's showing you he can run. He can run down your throat, and he can get the edge. I mean – Pick your poison. Uh, yeah, I mean, a defense isn't going to know what it is yeah. uh, that that you're going to run because you run multiple looks um, out of any sort of set that they can do. So I like it. He's going to continue. I mean, he's showing you. He's he's clearly putting in the work. He's taking to coaching. He's going to get better and better and better, especially in pass protection. Yeah. So you like to see it. Um, Excited. I'm still. I wouldn't say excited about Cam Sims. I'm liking the fact that he's making the most of his snap count, Mm -hmm. his opportunities. I don't know how many catches he ended up having, but I remember on his second catch, he was two. He was targeted twice at that point, and he and he caught both balls. So I mean, he he may or no wait that was Steve Sims. Sims. Yeah, so he may be what you would consider a quote unquote possession guy. Mm Um, Which is fine, though. Teams need that, right? Absolutely. (laughs) I'm fine with that, right? If you can go in there and do your job and you catch the ball and, okay, you're labeled as a possession guy, I – he he's strong, right? He he fights for extra yards. So he's not one of those possession dudes that it's just straight up. I catch the ball, I'm gonna fall down, right? But like I said, I think he'll find a role going forward. Again, as long as he continues to progress. I mean, it's his third year in. Like I said, he seems to have strong training camps and then gets cut and signed to the practice squad, whatever. Come in, special teams dude. He may be able to work his way in again, depending on what they do in the draft and in free agency, to be a, a, a decent number three. I know there's Kelvin Harmon who's recovering from an ACL. Mm-hmm. We'll see what he um, ends up being. But, I mean, I don't see a reason why he can't stay around. I mean, yeah. Cam Sims is, like I said, he's making the most of his opportunities. Alex Smith clearly trusts him because he throws to him. And that's that's the real important thing, right, in this style of offense where it's really like a quarterback needs his receivers to get separation. Right? Absolutely. Because like, he's trying to get the ball out as quickly as possible. Like you said, they're not – They'll push the ball upfield every once in a while, but this right. isn't this offense isn't really about that. Yeah, they don't have those extremely long developing plays. Yeah. Nor do you even have the offensive line to do right. that. So that could be one of the things. But it doesn't seem like that's something they'll major in anyway. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think um Cam Sims has definitely been he's continuing to trend up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so switching over to the defense, one thing, there, there was one play in particular. Um, obviously, you know, all of us that had watched the game, we saw that fourth and goal where Burrow rolled out. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase Young was engaged in a block. He saw it, got off of it, and was able to get the angle on Joe Burrow. From the he other kinda, side of the field. From the other side of the field, right. And he's like, stretched the ball out trying to get there, and Chase Young popped him. Uh, that was that was, that was the <laughs> that was audio. That was a rough he, hit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he... he Credit to Burrow for getting he, up after that one. <laughs> I mean he got him and the way he was stretched out his ribs was exposed. oh yeah yeah um but yeah that was the audio you guys heard coming into the show um that I mean that was a good pop but no um that obviously was one of my favorite plays um you know of the day but um Del Rio dialed up a blitz I thought was pretty cool um Jimmy Moreland was in coverage and he peeled off of coverage and was able to shoot the a gap, mm-hmm. and he got in there, and I mean, he got credited with half sack. But I mean, I just thought it was pretty cool. It wasn't something. I mean, you can get burned yeah. doing that. You know what I mean? Um, 
and they they may not even have gotten home in in most cases but for Moreland to get his little small self <laughs> in there and he was able to he wiggled through to, you know yeah to get credit with half a sack so I thought that was pretty cool man um overall I thought the DBs played decent in coverage mm-hmm. um now there was some time I think if Burrow connected um he could have hit and I can't remember the other guy's name um I the forgot rookie? their wide receiver. No, that's who's that? T. Higgins. Yeah, that's Higgins. He had a he had a few catches. He had a decent one that was for a good chunk of yards. Yeah. No, I I didn't Higgins play pretty well. Uh, yeah, 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 he yeah. did. Uh, and then they have Tyler Boyd and AJ Green. Boyd is who I was okay. thinking of. He, I think Burrow just overthrew him. He had him in the end zone. Oh, okay, yeah. He just yeah. overthrew him. AJ Green had that sick toe drag swag on the side. I think we've forgotten about how good AJ Green can. That be, was vintage right? like, AJ yeah, Green right is, there, man. He's nice. Um, yeah. I think I think Cincinnati has a kind of underrated receiving core. Um, so yeah, they do. I'm I'm pretty pleased with our secondary too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they gave up yards for sure. Yeah, of course, but, but yeah, they definitely bended, but they didn't break. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so that was good there. Um, I believe we. Oh well, the, the weird play was when they fumbled the ball, right? Yeah. Was that all on the Chase Young hand? Yeah. When they fumbled the ball, and we recovered it like twice. Cam Curl picked up the ball, yeah, and he attempted to run, but it was almost like a quick scoop, yeah. And then he came out of the end zone, got hit. The ball went back into the end zone, <laughs> and then we recovered it again. So at first, it would have looked like it was a safety, two points to the Bengals, yeah. and they get the ball back. But he, Cam Curl didn't actually have full, quote-unquote, possession of the ball, and he wasn't able to make a football move, as they say. Um, so it just ended up being a live ball recovered by Washington in the end zone, which was a touchback. We get the ball on the 20. The wildest things happen with this team. Yeah. I feel like they uncover <laughs> rules that we just yeah, didn't right. really know existed. <laughs> and um yeah, so I mean it was it was interesting. That was a wild play for sure. Um just start to finish, right? So uh <laughs> I don't know, but you know, overall I thought I thought they played well. I think we sacked um Cincy's quarterbacks because it was both Burrow and then Finley mm-hmm. came in um four times. Well, I think it was just we only sacked Finley. We didn't sack. Oh, we didn't sack, bro. Yeah, I think all four of those sacks came on Finley. Oh, okay. So then I, I need to back that up. So I guess that blitz that Moreland had, Finley was in. Yeah. I thought Burrow was in, but again, it, yeah. So there was a lot going on while I was trying yeah. to watch the game. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I think uh, like Burrow's also he's difficult to sack despite having a really porous offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, he's re- he's smart man. Like he's oh, really absolutely. good at getting the ball out quick. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think they if they they build around him a little bit more, I think I yeah. think the Bengals might be a problem. Although they're in a rough division, but well, yeah, yeah, I think they might be yeah, a problem. Yeah. yeah, and I mean the good thing about having so AJ Green clearly won't be there years down the road, but. I mean, they have T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. They have obviously Burrow. Um, you can get. Hopefully, they can get some young offensive linemen. Yeah. Um, to grow with them. Yeah, Mixon is hurt, but he's decent yeah, running yeah. back. Um, so it's like they, I think they were running out with Samaj P. Ryan, former yeah, Washington they did Redskins. Have, yeah, we just keep seeing our our exes this it season, like, don't we? Seems right? like all week, right? <laughs> every, I mean, every week. Yeah. Um, no, so I mean, they they definitely have some pieces that they need to add but I mean I could see their offense being if you look at what Dallas's offense is mm-hmm. with a healthy yeah. um, uh, Prescott yeah. 
I can see Cincy kind of having that same type of offense. Um, and then clearly they've got some building to do on the defense. Their defense, I don't think it's trash, but um, yeah. they just have some growing to they do just, there. They just need more people. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think – I. They're not a great team this season, but I don't think they're a terrible team either. Like no. I, I don't look at this game and think like, oh, we, we, you know, this was, this is a, this was a guaranteed win or anything like that, right? Like this right. was, I felt like this could have been a trap game. So I was, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was happy that we actually came out of this one with a W. Big time. Um, and then be, so before we um, put a bow on this and move on to the Dallas uh, preview, um, I was telling Marcus on the other podcast. Uh, I actually picked Cincinnati to win. So this is what, the third win that we had? Yeah. I predicted we lose in every single one of those wins. Okay. So the first game is Philly. I predicted we'd lose against Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then I predicted we'd lose against Cincinnati. All the other ones. Remember, I was yeah, standing I on the tabletop about beating the Giants. Yep. We got our hind parts kicked twice. Um. Yeah. So I think keep I'm calling us to lose. I'm man. going to stick with tradition, man. Going forward, I will not pick our team to win. Um, no matter if ever. the odds are in yeah. our favor. Yeah. yeah. Just it does ever. Not matter. <laughs> yeah. So um. Yeah, man. Washington football country. You guys can thank me for that. I'll pick us to lose. Um. But hear me out though, because I'm gonna give us good keys to victory. But I just won't pick us to win. Yeah. 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 So until that is broken then i'll switch back to just straight up calling yeah, it how i yeah. see it but for now i'm gonna pick us to lose on a every roll man game. you gotta yeah, keep man. going with it yeah you can't you can't stop a good thing so we uh we got dallas coming up on thanksgiving day and thanksgiving uh, day we got two three and seven teams playing for the division <laughs> like, yeah, man. what what is 2020 man uh um, yeah i wait hold hold on real quick before you uh, the kanye west style i'm gonna let you finish okay i got you um, since you brought up Thanksgiving, real quick, A, do you have Thanksgiving plans? And B, is there any must-have dish that you have to have for Thanksgiving? Okay. All right. So I am, for those who don't know, I am Indian. And, um, like, my typical Thanksgivings, right, growing up, I'm also an only child. So my typical Thanksgivings Lucky. were, uh, nah, man, just, <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> I keep um, hearing that. My typical Thanksgivings are it would just be me and my parents. We would have a Thanksgiving lunch, and there's this dish, there's this Indian dish called biryani, which is like it's saffron rice and meat and spices and a bunch of stuff, and it's all kind of like cooked together in the oven. Oh, it's okay. it, it's like a I'd say it's a pretty well known like Indian specialty, and um, mm-hmm. my mom would always make that and her her lamb chops for mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. So. This year, I'm not actually having that for Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> staying away from my parents, it's actually just going to mm-hmm. be myself and my wife just at our apartment, but my wife has big plans about all the things that she wants to cook up, even though it's just the two of us, and I don't know how right. we're going to eat all of it, but I'm right. excited regardless. You have leftovers for six months. Yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, on Saturday, we're going over to my in-law's house, and my parents will be there for that, too. And uh, like my wife, her her siblings, her parents, and we're all hanging out like in the deck or on the garage, so socially distanced right. gonna be outdoors maybe break some heaters out um but we will get to see some family so it'll it'll be nice how about yourself mm-hmm. yeah so um for those of you who don't know i'm, I'm black <laughs> um and basically you know straight up american um so yeah we have the same traditional boring stuff yeah. you would think of with the turkey and the greens and all that stuff but my must-have 
is baked mac and cheese. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's funny too because my wife, she was like, before I met you, I, I didn't know people had mac and cheese at Thanksgiving, and I said, what? <laughs> I said, oh, I don't know. I mean, I said, okay, well, call us weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've always had it. Um, that and then uh, pumpkin pie, right? So I'm not a sweets guy. Um, clearly, you can look at me and maybe have an <laughs> argument against that. Um, I'm I'm a little larger, right? Uh, but I, do, I yeah, yeah, big bone, right? Um, I, I I don't care for a lot of sweets. So I I don't eat cake. Um, yeah, candy's not really my thing. I have like the worst sweet tooth in the really? world. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't. And uh, so really, the only time I'll, I'll eat anything like that is typically on Thanksgiving. Now, another thing, again, contrary to how I look. I don't pig out on Thanksgiving either. Really? Like okay. I just make one. Well, you plate. gotta you gotta be watching football, right? You can't be fa- you can't be so, falling asleep or anything. Listen, listen. <laughs> so that's what it's about. Um, yeah. So I just make a little plate. I, I get enough to not be hungry, mm-hmm. um, and then I let everybody else in the house just kind of do their thing. But as Adam just said, like football is most important to me on that day. Um, I, I I get the whole spending time with family thing, <laughs> but I spend time with them every day, so they'll be fine. No. Um, yeah, I mean it, it, that's really it is. So for me, it's mac and cheese, and then um, uh, pumpkin pie. Pu- pumpkin pie. Yeah. So yeah, that's me, man. Um, but all right, so let's get into this Dallas thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this game actually means something, huh? It does. And uh, it actually might be kind of exciting too. So to be a low key shootout. Yeah, like we stomped on them the last time we played. Stomped on them. It felt good. <laughs> it did. It but, did. Um, but yeah, haven't did had you, a win like that in forever. Did you catch the the Dallas game with uh with the Vikings this past weekend? I did. Dude, that was a game. Did you see that catch CD Lamb had? Ooh. Oh my goodness! The adjustment that he made because he was looking falling over his back. left shoulder and then he fell back, switched over to his right. Like yeah, that was crazy. Um, All while falling to the ground and maintain catch through the fall. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He's a beast. Yeah, Dalton, I thought, played pretty well, man. Yeah, he found his receivers. Um, Zeke got going again. I did see that. I think Zeke eclipsed 100 yards. So, yep. um, yeah, I think I think this is going to be um, a much different game from the one that was played a few weeks back in FedEx because we also got to go down to Dallas. And we yeah. historically have not fared well against Dallas on Thanksgiving Day, right? Just Unless over- Santana Moss is playing. Yeah. <laughs> So somebody get that man a jersey, dust off the 89, <laughs> sign him to a one-day contract, and uh, we can get the cowboy killer down there. No. Um, yeah, I, so one takeaway or a question that I had with watching that Dallas Vikings game, right? Mm-hmm. I say it all the time. Like, Kirk is going to Kirk, right? So he's going to give you the ball. He's going to give you chances. He's going to give you opportunities. You meaning the other team. Um, Kirk is going to Kirk. I don't know if – it was so much that Dallas played good or better as it was (laughs) maybe Minnesota (laughs) just gave them opportunities. I will say this. They somehow, they meaning Dallas, hung with uh, the Steelers, right? Yeah. So I don't know, again, if that just was the Steelers were having an off day or, or, or what have you. Either way, Dallas has shown or trended the last couple times that they've played because I think they came off the bye. Uh, they were on the bye week last week. Um, well, uh, so they're showing you that maybe they're trying to put a team together. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're they're clearly a talented squad. Oh, of um, course. And losing Dak hurt, and I think it was going to take them a little bit of time to find their feet. And, uh, well, they got, they got some people back from injury, right? Like, I think their team mm-hmm. is a little bit healthier than it was. Um, just looking at the, the stat line from, from the Vikings game, Kirk 
had a had a pretty good game. Three hundred yards, three touchdowns, no mm-hmm. no picks. And I mean, actually, the Vikings in general, they just they played well. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, okay. It looks like. So it looks like the Dallas defense forced a few fumbles, and that's yeah. probably what hurt them. But I mean, overall, like I, I would be, I'm scared of Dallas, right? Like I don't think this is going to be an easy game. Um, I fear no one. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I think, I think our secondary. Oh, you're good. Uh, I think our secondary is going to have its work cut out for them a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, especially with. So obviously, we have to remember Dalton got taken out of that game. Yeah, right. It was a hit. Had a concussion. It's a bad hit. He was gone. Yeah. Uh, it was early in the game, too. So I think we're going to see a complete game with Dalton. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's going to hit him in the head this week. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I think – I mean, because Dalton, he wasn't a slouch in Cincinnati. No. That's what a lot of people – like, it's easy to club him, right? Say, oh, he's got – but he's gotten to the playoffs, like, however many years. He did it for, like, his first – five or six seasons right in a row yeah. now clearly they couldn't get past the first round but i'll ask you this would you rather go to the playoffs or would you not yeah. right so uh because you're not going to tank every year yeah to just keep getting first round i mean high high first round draft picks um so i mean he's got skill and a lot of people forget that like he he's a former starter he just went happened to go to dallas because he was released there was no team for him to go to yeah. he went to dallas he's a backup I, now he's their starter i remember, the dude is still good. I remember thinking like when they when they signed him i remember thinking that's actually like a really smart pickup right like yeah because if you don't work things out with dak you have a a legit starter yeah. Yeah. and it's a cheaper option clearly so no i didn't scoff at that pick at, or uh that signing at all so no i think you're definitely right uh defense or the secondary is going to have their hands full. yeah this game is going to hang in the balance of how well our pass rush gets there right and i think come down to linebacker play i think they're going to need to play gap sound mm-hmm. because they clearly have ezekiel elliott and pollard they can both run the ball mm-hmm. Uh, they can hit a home run at any yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So you have to be careful with that. Um, this is a game where I kind of hope – clearly you want the, the edge guys to get there, right? But I don't want them to be so over-aggressive that they're missing stuff coming at mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? Um, and they over-pursuit or anything like that. Just kind of play within yourself. Do your particular job. And I think they can limit some of what Dallas can do, mm-hmm. especially – and, and I, so I put that in my notes – if they can be disruptive enough, and I'm more or less talking about the interior lineman mm-hmm. collapsing that pocket, pushing it back in Dalton's Just getting lap. some pressures. Yeah, and either forcing him through, because I think he'll be a dead man walking. If they can collapse that pocket and force Dalton out to the edge, okay. yeah. because you're going to have Young and Sweat waiting for him on either side. Right. Um so I think it'll start there, getting him off his mark. Because if you just let him sit there, like with Stafford, he had all day to pick you mm-hmm. apart, right? Um, so they've got to be able to be disruptive. And I don't mean you have to sack Dalton four or five times. You have to get in his face. You have to make him uncomfortable. He's got to affect him, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and then the other thing, knowing that they have and, – and let me get your take on this. I was thinking another way to kind of neutralize what Dallas can do on offense is – by keeping our offense on the field, sustaining longer drives. Yeah. Now, clearly coming away with points, right? Um, but to sustain drives. So I think time of possession battle is going to be key as well as turnover. That's a really good point. Yeah, I think 
this Dallas offense is, is looking explosive, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the best way to combat that is to just not even let them have the ball. Yeah. And don't let them find a groove, right? So, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think – I think it's a yeah. I think that's a great point. I think we need to have long drives, right? Just keep the chains moving. Yeah. Um, maybe lean on the run game, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what a fast start will do with being able to put points on the board and get ahead early. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like script. Hopefully we get that first, get a touchdown up early, and then lean on the run. Our defense gets a few stops, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I think that'll work. Yeah, so that those are my overall keys to victory, right, is winning the time of possession battle, clearly being able to score more points yeah. than the other team. That's usually how you All win. Right, Magic Johnson. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, defense being able to get off the field. Yeah. Because if you don't, it's going to be a long day. Yeah. And they're going to be able to run. And, they, again, they have two running backs who will run it down your throat and wear your ass out. And – It'll be a long day at the office for them mm-hmm. if that happens. So, um, having said that, that's all I got as far as the keys to victory yeah. and and the preview of the game. I think that's that's all I got on the Dallas game. I got one question that I thought of as okay. we were watching or as we were recording this that I wanted to ask yeah. you really quickly. I like questions. So we were talking about way back before the podcast and all that. We were talking about how we would like it if the Washington football team would go after someone like an Allen Robinson, right? Or someone just mm-hmm. get like another presence in that wide receiver room, someone who's got some talent. Mm-hmm. And um, you mentioned earlier on, like it, AJ Green's probably not going to be with the Bengals for much longer, right? They're, mm-hmm. They've been struggling to get a deal over there. So how would right. you feel about us bringing AJ Green into, into the team? As far as like next season? Yeah. yeah. Like how would you feel about him as a pickup? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be opposed to it. Now, they can't break the bank for him. Agreed. And I don't know that any team would, yeah. right, given his injury history and obviously now his age. Um, I think he brings a few elements, right? Just the veteran. Yep. Veteranness there. Uh, leadership. Hopefully change of scenery. Mm-hmm. He might be more excited to play again. I remember it was a couple weeks ago. It was just, we'll say earlier in the season. I don't remember exactly which week. He was like, you know, they had somebody read his lips on the sideline, and he was like, you know, I want to get the F out of here yeah. or something like that, right? Uh, so a lot of people made a lot out of it that I don't know they should have. But I'm cool with it for the right price. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, the veteran leadership, he clearly, he's a great route runner. He's got hands. Yeah. Um, I just think he's been a victim of circumstance mm-hmm. with being there his whole career, meaning they never really had a complete team. Right. Um, so, again, I mean, yeah, we said they've gotten to the playoffs and things like that, but they just never had, again, a complete team. They never had just, like, a wild offense that was, you know, like a Kansas City yeah. or something like that. So, no, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, I was hoping we kind of – he was on the trading block, and maybe we could have got him this year. So I mean, yeah, I I would be, I would be all for yeah, it. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I really like him. Uh, maybe that's just like nostalgia because he was on like one of my really good fantasy teams in a past <laughs> season. But uh, no, I I like him. I don't remember him ever being like a diva or ever showing up in like you know in no, the headlines before before all this stuff sort of happened in this season. Um, yeah. And even then, it wasn't 
you know, I don't think it was that bad considering like what you've seen with some other of the some of the other like top receivers in the yeah, league, yeah. right? Antonio Brown and, like, or AJ Green. Like, <laughs> and like you know, AJ Green, like make no mistake about it, at his peak he was absolutely one of the top receivers in the league, right? Like he's a yeah. stud. Oh yeah. Um I feel like yeah, he's a technician. I feel like there could be a really nice like mentor mentee relationship there with him and Terry. Um I would yeah. I would like to have him on the team, but I, I totally agree with you. Only if we don't pull a Washington and overspend like crazy, right? right I want to, yeah. if I we get him for stupid. the right price, then I think it's great. And, and I, you know, if, if Rivera kind of vets him and feels like he, he'll fit into the culture that he's trying to build here. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I do think like the priority over everything else right now needs to be instilling that right culture and keeping that moving. Right. I want, mm-hmm. I want everyone on the team to kind of have that same mentality and uh, you don't want to bring anything into there that would mess that up because it seems like that's going in the right direction right now. Yeah, yeah, you definitely need them all marching to the beat of the same drum for sure. Um, he seems like a guy that would buy in mm-hmm. and, and again, fit in. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, especially, too, depending on what we do at quarterback yeah. in the offseason because, obviously, the draft is before free agency. So, you know, it may be a thing of him wanting to come here. And if, if, if not him, maybe another – better-ish receiver, you know what I mean? But obviously quarterback and wide receiver are two positions I think they'll try to address in the draft. But, but yeah, yeah, just to answer the question, no, I mean, I'm all for it. Like I said, right price. Um, All right, so before we go, Thanksgiving Day, Washington going to Dallas. Who are you taking? Well, we've we've won this past game, and I didn't call anything for it, so uh, maybe I'm gonna just abstain so you, from doing that. Yeah, so you're gonna stay the stay the Actually, course. no, you know, I'm just I'm a I'm a back you up, Eddie. I think I think yeah. Dallas is gonna win this one, um, as I'm sure you think as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I so look at look, I went ahead, broke it down, gave you the keys to Washington football <laughs> to win this game. I think it's winnable. Having said that, <laughs> right? Follow me, people. Having said that, I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, so that's no chance. That's that's what I'm gonna go with. That's what I'm gonna go with. Um, but either way, I think it'll be a, a good game. A, it's Thanksgiving. There's only what three games that day. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be fun. Uh, like I said, it could low key end up being a shootout. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that I, goes. I am low key looking for Terry to have a game. That's yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. I like that battle yeah. that he was. Maybe having. he can turn into the new cowboy killer. Yeah, we need another one. That'd be, I mean, that'd we be do. nice. We do those 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 days were fun, man. Watching Santana Moss just eat them alive. Yep. So uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, everyone, be safe out there. Thanksgiving's coming up. Like I said, do what you got to do, whether you're seeing family or not. Um, like I said, be safe, not just from coronavirus, but just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but enjoy yourself, and we will be back at this next week, and we'll be breaking down how this game ended up. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully Eddie, got, Eddie got it wrong. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You guys should pray that I get this wrong. Um, be like the weatherman. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, all right, man. This has been fun. This is episode five again. This is the Five Wide podcast with Adam and Eddie. Be sure to check us out on social media, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Five Wide Podcast. That's the number five wide podcast. And be sure to check us out anywhere you get your podcast. So, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere. Check us out at the Five Wide Podcast. There, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>